That's tomorrow, and that is it for us today. And we will leave you with a... I can't do it. Okay. We'll do it live. Okay. We'll, no. we'll do it live! Fuck it! Do it live! I can, I'll write it, and we'll do it live! Like, really, why do we have to have this giant fucking footprint of house that we live in? You right. know? And, and because guy. you're getting paid, bitch! If I want to live in a fucking cell, I'll live in a fucking cell like a monkey. I'm going to live in a fold-up bed like I'm James Bond, like some fucking Puerto Rican that gets a check on the fifth. Go fuck your mother. If you're getting paid, you live in a fucking house. I'm going to live in a micro fucking house with a little kitchen to cook like I got a black guy banging me in the fucking ass. I don't need that. You spread out. Even me, I'm no millionaire. I got a big fucking kitchen, a micro house. What are you fucking people talking about? I just snapped out of it, dog. You can't take me into those deep waters like that. Just fucking the Eureka fucking kill the brother right now a fucking house with a bed upside down no. fuck that shit what I'm to save energy fuck you you get paid you fucking live like a normal person go to trump and say hey wig move into a fucking thing to save energy see if you don't <laughs> bitch slap you if you don't have a russian bitch slapping you in the fucking mouth you're fired fuck it i gotta do it welcome everyone playoffs blue streak lives on you know i i i needed a day to get my uh, I'll go into my thought process later, but you know, I just had to get my emotions in check. It's a little emotional after the loss, and I just but but the show must go on. It has to fucking go on, and you know, Kevin, shout out to Billy Bean and Kevin because these guys have done something in the league that's never been done before. Just to let you know, you know, Kevin was giving me a hard time about hey, I'm not giving him the props, so I did a little digging, a little a little digging in my off time. And I wanted to, because Kevin's domination in the league this year is something we haven't seen from Kevin before, but I don't think we've ever seen this level of ass-kicking, right? And I decided to look at the, the scores and, and the points that were scored in prior seasons. I went back as far as 2014 in the Blue Streak Lives On League, and it's safe to say that Kevin... And Marlowe's team, Team Out for Blood, this past season, was the highest scoring team in fantasy football history in our league. And that goes to show you the type of dominance and the type of season Kevin finally had. I mean, you had it in you, buddy. You, you, you had it in you, and you figured it out. And you were able to sit back on the sidelines and watch the shit show that was going on in Wild Card Weekend. And it, it was it's one of those things that it came down to the last games. We were all evenly matched, as we all know. But, but Kevin, it's a, that's a very dominating season. Now, hopefully, you don't drop the ball. Now, hopefully, you know, my, my senior team in, in college uh, over at Florida Southern, we were number one team in the country, Kevin, 32-1. We lost, like, one game, and, and we fucking ran, like, 18 through after that. We go to the Elite Eight. Number one team in the country, fucking stacked with like semi-pro players, including yours truly, because yes, I did play semi-pro or professional if you want, whatever. But there was a bunch of guys stacked and we ended up losing. We ended up losing because these two feisty motherfuckers, anyway, I don't want to go into that, but we blew our load in the regular season and we ended up losing in the NBA. I wasn't happy about it. So hopefully Kevin, that doesn't happen to you. It doesn't happen to your team because right now uh, you got a strong competitor, Honey Bear. I mean, he put up 
Uh, and that was the other team that was not involved in the playoffs whatsoever. He ended up scoring 135, just sitting back, jerking off, watching the shit show. So, uh, there's a lot of fun stuff going on, boys. And we're not going to talk about the other bowls. We're not going to talk about what is this fucking bowl? This, uh, the, you know, what is this shit here? The, the six and eight squads and, and then the Carter Bowl. Let's call it the Carter Bowl because he's a multiple champion in the league. I know he loves that. His dick is getting hard. Although, Carter, although, they're saying your boy Trump is not going to be allowed for election. What's up with that? Is is your new boy DeSantis going to be the one now? Or well, what, what's it going to be? I'm telling you, I, I'm casting my vote RFK Jr. I'm going to fuck what any of you guys say. I'm in the middle. Independent. Fuck all y'all. Because I love everybody. I love white people. I love black people. And sometimes I hate these idiots in this league. Because I don't get to fucking win. Fuck. Burke. I've been making fun of Burke for many fucking years. Many years. I've been clowning him. So much so that I think he took the Burkos Browns because I talk shit about him. And, you know, karma's a bitch, man. Karma's a big fucking bitch. Because Big Burke, the commission, flexing, giving me the fucking ass kicking that I deserve. 92 to 86. It will, although, although the odds makers didn't have me covered, I appreciate everyone that went with me because I felt I had a chance. I felt... And in our game, as I recap, losing to Burke 92 to 86, I felt that I, it was it was a three-way road. Okay, who do I start? Marquise Brown, Addison, or Nico Collins, right? And then Nico Collins made it easier for me because he was hurt. He, he, he was hurt. He wasn't going to play. I wasn't even sure if C.J. Stroud was going to play. So it came down to Addison and Brown. And my initial reaction was Addison because every time Justin Jefferson was playing, he seemed to be a viable number two, no matter who the fucking quarterback was over there in Minnesota because they had a carousel of quarterbacks coming in and out. But Addison has been putting up numbers. And I said, but the experts, I went to the experts, uh, the, the same program that Carter uses, and they fucking did me dirty. They fucking did me fucking dirty, bro. They said Marquise Brown, the percentage was 83, over 80%. They picked Marquise Brown. And I'm like, okay, well, that makes sense. Even though they're, they're playing in San Francisco, they're at home. Divisional teams usually play better against one another. And they have Kyler Murray, which we all know is a very viable quarterback in fantasy football. He fucking gave me zero fucking points. That motherfucker. And luckily for me... They were telling me Sam Laporta. There, every expert Car Carter was telling me on this fucking tablet computer shit. They were telling me don't put Laporta in the flex. And I'm saying to myself, no, this is a top two, top three tight end in the league, fantasy points wise. I'm not gonna bench the guy. The Detroit's in it. They're playing. No, I'm not. I said no. I should have done the same for Addison. My apologies, Greg. I fucked up. I didn't follow my my instinct. I should have kept them in there, but I let the experts talk to me because I just wanted to come back and say if we lost, hey, at least I trusted the experts, but they fucking don't do anything, right, Carter? But anyway, that was that was the one that I I, I fucking knew it. I fucking knew it. But you know, Big Burke gave me a little bit of a handicap though. Because Tyree Kill decided to take a break. 
deserve really. So he had to. He had to go and relax and take a little chill pill. So I was uh, trying to make sure that him and Lamar Jackson didn't do me dirty, but it didn't matter. It didn't matter because Kenneth Walker came through uh, on the flex position, the Colts defense. I mean, Jesus Christ, really? I mean, Pittsburgh. I mean, what's going on over there? Now they're talking about making changes after a three-game losing streak. And I'm hearing Pittsburgh Steelers fans online and in comments talking about wanting Mike Tomlin fired. You better be careful for what you ask because I I, I think Mike Tomlin, he, he's a Hall of Fame coach, believe it or not. He's a winning coach. I don't think he's ever had a losing season. He's been to two Super Bowls, 1-1. And you know how hard it is. I mean, Burkos Brown, you know how hard it is to get to the top. You know what I'm saying. It's hard to be consistent and, and be good. Like Diesel, like Carter, right? Like all these guys that, even Paul, you know, wherever he's at. It's just consistent winning going on with certain people. So, you know, I, I don't know what to make of that. But just seeing those things, the way you started. But then on Sundays, it started looking good. I felt really good that Javante gave you two. that And, and that Gabe Davis gave you nothing in that fucking win against Dallas. And I'm saying to myself, I have a fucking shot. But I was so pissed off. But, you know, from my end, when you have Jonathan Taylor hurt, Nico Collins has been your top receiver hurt, and you decided, and, you know, Madison wasn't around. He's been a shit show. Uh, could I have started McKinnon? Absolutely. But I didn't. I, I didn't start McKinnon. I, I went with, but it, it, it's just so heartbreaking. There were so many ways to win this game. So many fucking ways. And I blew it for our team. And for that, I have to apologize to Greg. I have to stay in that podium like I am now. And I have to just do my part and own it. And it's up to Greg to decide whether he wants me back or not. But, you know, it was one of those games that Burke finally showed up. He he went ahead and did it. And now he's, he's going to be, uh, if I'm not mistaken, he's going to be uh, going up against Kevin. So, congratulations to you, Burke, on the fucking way. Uh, as you're getting ready for that. <laughs> I just told you what Kevin has been doing in history here in the Fantasy Football League. So I hope you can live up or at least uh, have a puncher's chance in next week's game. So congratulations to you, Burke, as you kicked my ass. And I know you're going to talk shit. I'm waiting for that text message. Don't worry about it. I won't talk about it on the podcast. Whatever you talk shit to me, between me and you, buddy, you deserve it. You deserve to, to rub it in my face. I love it. This is what it's all about. Next up, another... You know, I like it though. This is the constellation price for me. Is knowing that MVP on yet another year. I mean, how many years have you been in this league, MVP? You've only smelled the championship game one time, I want to say. You're not very good. You're not all that. And you were getting ahead of yourself there with a 9-5 record. And you fucking choked. You fucking choked. Big time. Why did you choke, right? Well... B. John Robinson gave you minus 0.6. That's not good at all. That was an old school football game when <laughs> the 7 9, you say to yourself, I know I was saying to myself, what is this? The 2000 Ravens? <laughs> you know, like, who, who the fuck are these guys? Is this, is this what's going on? <laughs> like, is Trent Dilfer playing with Ray Lewis, Ed Reed, and, and fucking Saragusa and those guys? Uh, you know, I don't know. Ezekiel it gave you 5.6. What are, what are we going to do in New England, Derek? What are we going to do out there in New England land? I think Robert Kraft, 
those players are not listening to him. I mean, they're they're playing. He's but for whatever reason, talent is is not there. I mean, he got exposed. No matter what we say, and you know, A Chain used to tell me this all the time. He used to just he used to be Tom Brady. Like Tom Brady was the the guy. He used to tell me it was not Bill Belichick. It was Tom Brady. And I'd be like, get the fuck out of here, man. And, you know, Belichick is just as the shit that he does during games. But he's like, yeah, but he wouldn't do shit without Brady. Because, and sure enough, my boy A-Train, rest in peace, he, he, he called it out. He said, this fucking shit is not on the coach. This dynasty, yeah, he's a part of it. But it's the quarterback that won them all. And obviously, him, Tampa, Brady going to Tampa. And I don't care what anybody says. Everyone loves the Tampa Bay Brady version. Everyone. Even Patriot fans have to love it. Because the guy wasn't fucking uptight. He fucking spoke his mind. Who give a, who gives a fuck? I love that. But it wasn't enough. You were streaming quarterbacks every week. And Gardner Minshew gave you 28 points. Which was, uh, you know, it was funny because talking about Brady, he kind of threw Gardner Minshew under the bus. Subliminally. Because of the thing, his his axe to grind is that these defensive players should not be penalized for the hits they're making on players that are vulnerable. Because Brady's theory is quarterbacks have to protect their receivers so they know that not to throw in certain spots. Coaches have to coach the quarterback and the receiver better about where to throw it and how to protect themselves. So he, he feels that it's not necessarily the defensive player's fault for making a play to hit somebody in the middle of the field. And I don't disagree with that, but I think the times are different now. So try selling that to the player committee in the offseason, Brady. But, you know, I think the CTE and the money that's at stake now with these guys coming in and, and litigation, they had to clean it up the way they did. So they couldn't allow that to happen. Um, but although Beckham gave you 1.4, even though he had a good run there at the end of the year, but no one else came through for you. George Kittle and Derrick Henry. The Dolphins defense was the only thing that was good for you. But it wasn't enough when, when you're scoring under 80. I mean, you got to have a shit show going on, on the other side. And Sir Arthur didn't have any of that. Sir Arthur, 6-8 record, stumbled there at the end. But I like what he has. I mean, Josh Allen, he didn't do what he did. But uh, wait, we know he can do. But he still did enough. David Montgomery gave you 8.2. Chubba Hubbard, uh, 10.3. Solid performance there. CeeDee Lamb, uh, he's still on that streak doing good. Even though they had an ugly game there in Buffalo, Stephon Diggs gave you 11 points, and he even put in Dalton Kincaid there to tie it in. But he gave you zero points. I'm sorry, Stephon Diggs gave you 4.8. Buffalo has to figure it out. Buffalo, with all that talent they have at the running back position, quarterback and receiver, you got to do better than that, right? And they did, but... They, they got to give you better fantasy points. Uh, Rushy Rice gave you 16, which is a weird scenario in Kansas City. I hope in the offseason, our boy Mahomes takes a pay cut. Does what fucking uh, that guy did with the Dodgers. Uh, Ote, I, I can't even think, man. It's too early in the morning. Um, the, you know, the guy that went to the Dodgers, he deferred. He, he, he got like, what, $16 million of it, but he ended up, or well, I didn't know. I didn't know the numbers. This is like, what, six, 646 right now? I, I, I can't think. Um, yeah, so I, I don't know. they got to have to figure out something with the receivers in, in, in Kansas City. But uh, you were able to get 16 points out of them. 
and the 49ers uh, gave you zero. Matt Gay gave you 11. So that was 90 points more than enough. I don't think that, um, you know, Godwin, the drop-off with MVP was Godwin came through. And I, I think if you would have you got McBride in there, and even Hilaire in there, I mean, those three decisions would have won you the game. But didn't happen. And look at you. Look at how cute you got Aaron Rodgers on the <laughs> Buddy, let me tell you something. Achilles injury, he's not coming back. I, I got two Achilles surgeries on my left foot. I'm not two of them, not one, two. All right. <laughs> I hear you, Aaron Rodgers, but mm, I don't know about that. I'll be shocked. I mean, don't get me wrong. September, three months into it, walking, absolutely. But running and cutting fat, I don't know about all that, Aaron. I'll be shocked. I need to go see that doctor if you get fucking that done. But, um, you know, it's going to be interesting next week because as we go, and that's the wrap up here for the playoffs, let's do a little bit, if you don't mind, I'm going to go ahead and go into what the next week, the playoff bracket is going to be here. And I mean, like I mentioned earlier, team out for blood, 13 and one. Don't do the floor Southern, Kevin. Don't fucking choke on me in, in the final four. Don't do it. All right. And... Fucking right now, they got you projected as an underdog. Are, are they fucking kidding me? They got you losing by three. Even though you smacked Burke around in the regular season, not once, but twice. You smacked him around. And the experts are fucking saying you're going to lose. What the fuck? That is, I mean, they're saying you got an advantage at, at receiver, at tight end. Sure. But Debo Samuel? Like, Jesus, what, whatever. Whatever. But a three-point underdog. Can you believe that, Kevin? No fucking respect. None. People are not respecting you. It was like the Ronaldo. The Ronaldo has the championship, and they still disrespect them in this league at ESPN. They do. They're doing that to you. The highest scoring regular season team in the history of Blue Streak Lives On. The greatest show in fantasy turf. They're saying you're going to lose. What the fuck? I don't know what to tell you. But good luck. And the next bracket on the other side, they got Honey Bear winning 116 to 107. I mean, this is more realistic here, more balanced. As, but but I, I feel, again, I mean, Sir Arthur has a puncher's chance. All we need is Josh Allen to give you a 40-pointer and Stefan giving you 18 points, you know, two-touchdown game, and everyone else doing their part, you're going to be golden. I mean, I, I think that's really what it comes down to. CeeDee Lamb, Josh Allen, and Stefan Diggs, and heck, if Devin Montgomery does what he was doing earlier in the year, watch out. But Honey Bear is not projected. It's projected to, to get you 160 points. In the, the regular season matchup, he only won about eight points. So it, it's, it's gonna that one is going to be closer than the numbers expect here. I, I really do believe that. I really do believe that. I mean, you're looking at a plus eight, boys. What are you thinking? Plus eight, nine points. Ah. Uh, 
you know, if I was a betting man, which I'm not, I don't know. I I I I think Sir Arthur is going to come. That's me though. That's what I think. If his guys show up, look at his roster. You know, if his guys show up, he'll cover the spread, and even when possibly. I don't know about this one. I'm putting money on Kevin all day, every day. Like on this other one here, they got Kevin losing by plus three. The Ronimo, the Ronimo Bookie Company, I don't know. You're going to get some action on that one. But, all right, folks, that's it, man. Let's wrap it up. As we are in the final four of Blue Street Lives on Fantasy Football League. Let's go. Your girlfriend or wife's, you know, they, they their friends give you pressure. Like, what are you going to get her? Yeah. What are you going to get her? It's like, I don't know. What is she going to get me? Yeah. Huh? <laughs> huh? She's yeah. going to get me a flat screen? Oh, it's, yeah. it's ridiculous. The pandering you have to do. <laughs> No, it's like, am I in some third world country? I got to buy off the corrupt dictator here? Like, 